Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Shot, the photography and filmmaking podcast. Uh, this week we are without the lovely Esther Ling. She is on her journeys all the way back to um, the other side of the country, pretty much. Uh, so we are joined by uh, Matt Jacobs, who we can't get rid of. Uh, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Still eating the uh, brownies. Yeah. He's finishing off the big pot of brownies in there. Mm. Myself, Ross Greve. And uh, Jim Cossey. Evening, lads. Good evening. So it's a beautiful evening here it's in, lovely. Pe- in oh, Pembrokeshire. In, in, yeah, the in, sun's in come in out. Ross Greve HQ. It is. Uh, it's HQ. beautiful, mate. Um, we're contemplating going to the pub, but we thought, uh, you know, we'll have another little um, bit of a chit-chat um, before we do. And um, it's a beautiful evening, so we're going to actually head down Freshwater West. Take some photos, and we? Take some pickies. Um, show... Matt, a bit of beautiful Pembrokeshire countryside. Mm, I'm looking forward to that. I've never been out this uh, way. It's properly. absolutely gorgeous, and Matt whacks the hell over his microphone. It's great. Um, but yeah, just we were talking about off air. We were literally looking at each other's work and Jim's landscape, and, and Matt's uh, beautiful underwater work. And we were talking about printing. And oh stuff, yeah, well, and his and his and his, and, and uh, his uh, portrait, portrait stuff. Work yeah, this is great. About how, well, as photographers, we look at other people's work and go, "Oh gosh, I wish I'd taken that." And I think that's the whole thing about photographers um, who want to keep on learning mm. and not sort of shut the doors and go, no, I know everything. And we were talking about gearheads earlier. Um, you know, you can have people who have all the gear and no idea. That's the classic thing. But as a community, I think it's really good to embrace people. And if people ask questions, they generally want to learn rather than going, no, I'm not telling you my secrets. Mm. You, you share a bit of knowledge because they're I not going right, yeah. to shoot like you do. They're not you. So they will shoot, like, you know, we would yeah. never go, if we all went up to Brecon Beacons and Jim took us to his favourite spot, we would never be able to shoot the same way he does. He's got no. a style. We were talking about how he pulls the blacks and stuff and his, his detail to yeah. give more detail mm. in, sh- in the shadow and stuff, and that that's just beautiful. I think it is good to look at other people's work and to feel that sort of envy. Because yeah. it does push you. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. looking at Jim's stuff, he had this look, and I couldn't work out how he was doing it. And I said, what have you done to it? And he said, oh, you didn't say lifted the blacks, you said... Would you say lift the curves at the bottom yeah. of the yeah, curve? Yeah, bottom of the curves, just a little bit. Just something like, I do it in my wedding stuff a lot. Just it's give it a little bit it's of... Lovely. Um, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. It's almost the opposite because I always push the blacks on mine. I yeah, always, but, but, yeah. But yours, was, it was a lovely... It was almost like a, a, looking at a book. It was like a matte... had had a matte feel yeah. to it, even though you're looking at a computer. Yeah. had a wonderful yeah. matte look to it. That's it, how I describe it. It's beautiful. Yeah, and that... Again, but like, I think if I went to like urban stuff, I think sometimes when you, do, when you say, like, when you crush the blacks... Yeah, really gives it a that gritty, gritty look, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But then that works if you do that sort of urban look. If you, you know, you pull the saturation a little, but it's different treatment and how it's actually shot in the first place mm. to True. allow you to do that treatment. If you don't photograph it correctly in the first yeah, yeah. place, you're not going to be able to. No, um, of course. Um, apply that. Very true. Um, but we also we were talking about printing and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, we and, we and we, we were reminding when we mean me and Matt. We were admiring Ross's studio. One here. of these, oh, his studio is beautiful. Just endless yeah. prints, and mm. he's got know, a beautiful albums. print downstairs. Is it was, was it your little girl? No, no, it's a client. And the, the story behind it was it's, it's a black and white print with she's got a jester head on and, and a pair of glasses looking up. She's lit from above, so it's like a nice butterfly light. Uh, one light coming back, and there's a light behind to add a, a little bit of separation from the background. Um, and she was very, very nervous. So mm. Before that, she, you know, she had a little photo of a, you know, three-quarter length, and she's just looking sort of somber, but not comfortable. And she only, I think she's only about five, 
So I said, right, put these sunglasses on, put this jester's hat on. And suddenly when people put sunglasses on, they think you can't see them, especially yeah, yeah. kids. And really she cool. just rocked it. You, know, you can have a look on my Instagram, check that out, and you'll, you'll see the image there. Um, but I'm a strong believer of the print, and everything looks better printed, mm. you know, because everyone's screens are different. True. And the only consistent consistency you ever have is in a print. You could put in 100 prints of yours side by side, and they'll, of that same image, they'll be the same. Put 100 screens side by side, and they will have a variation. Yeah. Um, that's that's a beautiful print down there. I love it. It's just it's, it's perfect. Well, that well, that was printed by Kaleidoscope mm-hmm. and framed by Kaleidoscope for the photography show, um, and they did an amazing job. Fair play to them, um, because I like my black and white prints to have that whole range. Mm-hmm. You've got to have that, that black range, not crushing the blacks. We're going black all the way through to you know a definite white. Yeah, and that that for me is the key. Everyone you know treats their black and whites different. I but personally I always send mine off. As I was saying to you off air, I don't know a lot about printing. What's what's taking taking us through it from a complete beginner, someone that doesn't ever print their stuff? Oh wow! Just just a real basic setup because you. Where's say, the best you, place to start for someone to go? Okay, well, I'm going to send this print off. What is what is almost the, the initial key that's going to then really lift their photo <laughs> for printing straight away? Well, if if you want to have a really good print, you've got to have a decent uh, screen. Uh, but if you, okay, let's let's roll it back and say getting into photography, yeah. Um, the printing their first portraits, if you like, because um, they're watching got, it on a backlit screen. Yeah, they yeah. see something that's really bright, vibrant. Yeah. They send it off to get printed, and it looks it different. Comes back completely washed yeah. out, completely dark. So what the difference so is there is the the screen is not calibrated, so the screen is too bright. So yeah. the, so what this scene, um, and I was guilty of this years ago, but uh, what they're seeing on screen is not what's coming out of the printer. And sure. What you want to see on screen what you're going to hold and i used to hold and <laughs> don't do this because it's not the best thing to do i used to hold a print beside the screen and go oh that's about right i've done that before and <laughs> your eye is not <laughs> a- yeah but oh. the eye is not oh, accurate they? enough no no you don't see the slight hints of magenta or blues or greens coming in right. um so you need to actually calibrate that so when you send it off to someone to print for you it's gonna because all their printers are calibrated um, and even it varies on different paper, which you use as well. Sure. And it's, this isn't to scare it, but say you buy a box of uh, nice fine art paper, on the box it'll say ICC profile. So you will go to that manufacturer and install those profiles so that will match. And because ink reacts differently on a gloss paper to a fine art because the fine art is more porous and ab- absorbent, so it's going to um, uh, treat that paper differently. So you need to have a different profile. Right. So... Um, you need to think of that. Um, but if, you, if you're starting out, I would say start using um, maybe a professional printer mm-hmm. and work with them, and that will save you a lot of money in the long run. You, men- you mentioned ICC profiles. A lot of people look at that and don't know what they are. What In layman's terms, what, what uh, are ICC profiles? Layman's terms basically tells the printer what to do to that paper. So each type of paper... Uh, will have a different profile. Right. So it helps the printer understand what paper you've got so it can apply the right amount of ink. If you use the same profile, say, as a gloss yep. to a fine art, it's going to use different amounts of ink and so, it won't look right. So the chosen printer you're going to use, if you're going to send something off to a printer, mm. he will have his own ICC profiles that he can send yes. you. Okay, so PhotoSpeed, for example. I okay. use PhotoSpeed papers. Yep. Um they will help you with the profiling of your computer. They'll send you test prints and things like that so you get everything up and running and absolutely perfect. Um, 
and they will take you through the whole profiling process. It sounds really complicated. It's yep. not. And okay. people go, oh, no, I can't do profiling. It's That's not scary. I think it scares people off. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It's yeah. not scary. It's And it's just understanding colour. Sure. You know, when we were kids, we used to play with crayons, and we knew what colours were. You know, you'd know your, your reds and your oranges and stuff. And when you look at photos on bits of paper, you, you start to understand colour tones, and you'll know if there's a colour shift in that, that it needs corrected. So, so you get to the point that you can look at your monitor, mm. and that is... That is how it will come back printed. Yes, but you need to keep your monitor calibrated. So okay. So once a week, it takes five minutes to calibrate. Okay. Um, like I've got on the desk there an i1 studio. Okay. And that'll hang over. It'll calibrate it. I can also uh, calibrate my printer, and I can also um, calibrate my camera and stuff like that using a um, an eye checker as well. Okay, cool. Color checker. So it sounds scary. It's not. Um, but if you understand color management, just understand how it works. But that also applies to black and whites as well. Right. So you, people think you don't have to worry about color management mm -hmm. with black and white, but you have to worry about the tone range. Got so you. that's that's the way I sort of think. Um, I like I, I'm not a great fan of manuals. I, I get things and I pick them up, and if they work, brilliant. Mm. Um, so things, it's not complicated. And, and you ask. That's the thing. Going back to if you're not sure, ask. Sure, yeah, and a lot of people it. don't like to. Yeah. You've got a printer behind me. What is it's that? It's huge, isn't it? Uh, that's called Bertha. That's <laughs> massive. <laughs> so it's an Epsom. Um, I, could get in, I reckon I could get in that. You could get it. It's an Epsom 7900. Yeah. Um, so Cut, it's colour, yeah. Well, yeah. Colour. 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 And black and white, yeah. You, you don't get dedicated, forgive my ignorance, you don't get dedicated black and white printers, or you do? Uh, well, if you're only going to print black and white, you're going to have a black and white printer, wouldn't you? But. Uh, you know, you can just get black printers, uh, laser black printers and stuff like that. I don't know, mate. I, mean, but, um, I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I, I've, I've always can print in colour and, and uh, obviously black and white. Obviously, right. the whites don't print. It's, it's just the blacks. It's the white paper that you see yeah, yeah. On, the, on the high end whites. Um, but there's two types of blacks in that there's a photo black and there's right. a matte black. So, your fine art stuff, you would use the matte black for. Oh, well. Wow. But that's going back to the profile. So, that would change. Um, to a photo, uh, to a, uh, a fine art paper. If you change the paper, then it would change the ink so it knows. Got you. I, but that, I mean, that's looking at a high-end printer. Yeah, not yeah. If you're looking at a desktop printer, you can get some amazing results on desktop printers right. as well. Um, you don't have to spend horrendous amounts. You can look on eBay and pick up stuff. And again, ask. Um, and paper, what's the cost of some decent paper? Uh, it varies. Depends what you're buying, really. But I would say a good good point is speak to the guys at PhotoSpeed about mm -hmm. paper. The the geniuses on that they really are, mm. and they all sort of you know from beautiful fine art stuff. That's great because it does yeah. scare people yeah. off. Because yeah, you know, but I, but I've but done the classic thing. I've had the wrong paper in uh, in there, and I've printed, and actually it wasn't on that one, and I printed on glossy paper, mm -hmm. and it was too much, so it was just completely saturated. Right. So I hadn't made the I hadn't selected. Uh, within Photoshop, the correct uh, the paper I was using, right. I'd use I'll put it on a different one, so it just got flooded, right? Um, I made the right mess. That's and really a interesting. Waste of ink. So, so going back to when, so when you've finally edited the image, you've taken the shot off, right? You're thinking, yeah, I'm ready now to print. Do you then hit print? Yeah, uh, yeah. But <laughs> in, obviously, in Lightroom, you you can go into yes. So, would you do that step? No, or I not? Well, do you completely I, uh, skip that. I. Uh, I don't print from Lightroom. I print from Photoshop. So I ah, because okay. I like to enlarge in Photoshop. So if anyone remembers uh, Genuine Fractals a few years ago, if you want to enlarge your images beyond the natural size, 
yes. that would create pixels and stuff. Yes. So that's built into Photoshop. So if you go into image size in Photoshop and you scroll down and you select, uh, select uh, preserve enlargement and then enlarge to whatever size you want, right. it'll make a beautiful enlargement. Um, it'll preserve the detail. It'll, it'll preserve the detail. That's right. what I'm looking for, yeah. Um, and, and that's pretty much how I do it. And then I'll go and print. You go and print. I, I, I'm sure there's a you know, hundred other ways how to do it, but that's sure. the way that's I do it. That's the way you do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's quite a simple way, if I'm, if I'm yeah, honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is simple. Um, I used to use a rip, and a rip is, uh, if you're using a large printer, it'll basically arrange all your photos in a stack. Uh, in the most economical way on the paper, so it'll rotate them and oh. basically play Tetris yeah. and put everything in That's so cool. you can uh, the most use of it. But I, I don't use that now because um, the cost of rips have gone up so much, the software of it. So I, I basically just extend the canvas each time in Photoshop. And when I drop one, if I'm doing a run, I'll just drop it in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm not shooting uh, weddings so much now, because mm-hmm. I'm more portrait and commercial based, so I haven't got that need for a rip when I'm dropping like maybe a hundred pictures in at one go. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I find that easier. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're doing that, you know, there's some amazing printers out there. Um, you know, the uh, pro shops that'll print as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, it's all sell out. Like local ones are uh, a good. If you find someone locally, that's always a good start mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, do you what and what kind of stuff do you do you like like big canvases or do you like just well yeah you. You've, if you want to sell prints, you've got to have them on display. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. to show them. You can't just look and look in the pictures and then what you want. They have to visually see it, yeah. touch it, get a, a use for it, uh, used to it, and um, get an idea of size. Um, if you, yeah, it depends on the things. We've sold a lot of canvases lately, but I know they'll um, go back to frames. Um, we've just got a new selection of frames from a kaleidoscope. They, they look absolutely beautiful, so I'm just sort of pricing those up. Um, I prefer frames. Yeah, do you? yeah. But frames, well, my main pricing structure you, with frames, you get a bit bigger uh, product. So you'll say, say for example, twenty inch print. And my the way I sell mine is long by the longer side. So I don't go like twenty by uh, sixteen. It'll just be twenty because every image is bespoke and the frames yeah. are bespoke. And then they'll choose their image, but you, they'll get the mount plus the. Across the mold in the frame, mm-hmm. so that's a bigger product yeah, than, yeah, than a sure. canvas. Sure, but then you can get canvases and frame them, then they look beautiful. Yeah, as well. they do. Yeah, um, and the canvases at, uh, that I supply, they've got a protective coating on it. You could chuck a glass of wine on them, and it oh, really? Yeah, wouldn't, mm. wouldn't harm them at all. I framed an acrylic. I pulled it to the show at the photo show. Yeah. Remember that one? That yeah. wasn't. That was a that was four, four mil acrylic Ooh. over the picture, but I framed it, and it had an amazing punch to it. Mm. Really? Yeah. Acrylic can, and, and you've got to be quite, um, I think, careful with acrylics because they are so detailed and sharp. Well, this was one of the white was one of their high end, one of their um, ultra high def prints, mm. and it was fun, but it just looked too modern in the cottage. So I put an old fashioned frame around it, and it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it works well, yeah. and that's the thing as well. You've got to speak to your customers and go, right, what's your what's your decor like? There's yeah, no yeah. point going, yeah. oh, have yeah. this one off the wall. No. You've got to actually understand what their house yeah, is yeah, like. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. you could say, well, you've got to have an oak frame, but it may look yeah. completely horrible. They could have a very contemporary home, so they want to have a nice black frame around the edge. Yeah. Um, David Wilson, who we spoke to uh, the other day, he has a lot of his stuff is, is black frame um, with a white mount. It looks absolutely beautiful, mm-hmm. and his black and white printing is, is stunning. Does he print his own stuff, David? He prints his own stuff as well, yeah. yeah. Nice. 
Who, Something who, I'd like to get into, but like I say, before now, it, it's just been like a bit of a minefield, a bit of a black art. Well, but like I always say, think it's just like that's another whole thing to yeah, just yeah, get your yeah. head into, isn't it? Yeah, and it can be scary. I see people start talking, but that, that's explained it a little bit for me. Mm. But it, it's just getting your your screen to have the same result as the print. Yeah, that's, that's a simple. That's thing. key. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, um, I I did the classic once. I, I thought I calibrated uh, the screen, and I hadn't. And then when it printed out, it was completely desaturated. Right. Yeah. But and you'd be surprised. I'm IMAX are one of the worst for screens. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. they're very, very, very reflective, um, and to get the fine adjustments you need when you're calibrating, they're not the greatest. Yeah, I mean they work, but they're not the best. You know, you've uh, got BenQ monitors and stuff like mm, that. They're yeah. quite nice to, to quite, quite nice to look at. So, um, yeah. But it's well, you don't have to suddenly run out and you know shell out everything. I think start with look speaking to the people like like I said before, the guys at Photo Speed, great to great to speak to about paper, so you understand yeah. paper and how the ink. Works on that paper. They're local to you, are they? They are based uh, in Corsham, actually. Yeah, mm. Corsham, where's that? Near Bath. Yeah, yeah. So they've um, to check them out. Yeah, they they they're fantastic. Um, I use a local guy for my canvases, and then I use a kaleidoscope for my frames. Yeah. So you you talked about uh, a couple of minutes ago about people's decor. Now is is that right? There was some software that you can actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's. Um, I'm sure there's more than one, but the bit of software I use is ProSelect. So people can actually view, they can send me a photo of their home or their lounge, if you like, and we can put that up on the screen. Oh, and, really? And then we can pop the image they love and so give cool, an idea it? of what's going on. You can change frames and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so, um, but if they can't do that or they don't send you a decent photo and they love an image and they're, they're scratching their heads and they haven't sort of got an idea what size, I always say to people, look, go home, get some newsprint, mm. say newsprint rather than A4 because it's bigger, and then get them to put them up on the wall and stick them together and then measure the longest side. Oh, that's pretty cool, yeah. And then they are getting a, bit, a bespoke product. Plus, you're taking the time to mm. sell them the right product rather mm. than going, oh, you've got to have that yeah, product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's really important. You want your customers to have what they want rather than yeah. what do you think they should have. Yeah. I guess there's so much choice in these days as well, you know, oh, yeah. framing and, and mounting as well. So it's... Yeah, it can be a real minefield for the customer as well, can't it? Yeah, well, the more you show, the more confusing it is for them. Yeah. Um, I've sort of gone against <laughs> my own thing. I used to have like three frames downstairs. I think I've got uh, 10 down there now. Um, but, you know, I, I could have loads more down there. But, the, yeah, the more you show people, yeah. it's more confusing. It's, but mount-wise, it's, it's the same all the way through, um, which is just like a snow white. It's very nice and crisp, especially in black and white. So it looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, but also sign your work as well. Yes. So I was thinking that with the one we talked about earlier, that one needs a signature there. Mm. Yeah, it does actually. That one really needs your nice And then fair play to they, they, they turned that around very, very quickly. Um, so you didn't have time to sign it? No. Oh, but what, what they have got up um, there now, they've got a digital signature. Oh, wow. So everything can be signed. So oh you yeah. can just send it across. So they've got that. They've got your one. Yeah, so That's they've got cool. mine. And then they, nice. and so you, uh, you get a pencil uh, or a black, um, which looks quite nice on the white. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that, that's what, that makes life That's cool. cool. And you yeah, get that. Cool, it? And it's that consistency. Touch. It's just a personal touch, um, but it's part of your branding. Yeah, yes. yeah. And you never know, and I always think as well, you never know where that picture may end up. Mm. Because the original buyer, they may, they may not... I, you know, 
God forbid, I don't know why, but they may, may get rid of it. They may hand it down. And then they see. And then the that, may, that may end up anywhere, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because people say the author of a photographer. It's not like you're producing an image, so mm. I think you're an artist. People like that as well. If it's on the wall, I sign my stuff. Yeah. It, it, it's a it's a piece of art. If it's on the yeah, wall yeah. and it's signed and dated, it looks awesome. It shows you care and, and adds value to your work, I believe. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Matt Jacobs. It's a Jim Cossie. Yeah. So people can come in and, you know, it's a little bit of mm. subtle advertising, but it's part of your branding. And um, I've forgotten to sign stuff before. And oh, I used to sign manually. Yeah. And people have actually asked, oh, could, could you sign that? Oh, mm. sorry. Yes, of course. Yeah. That's nice, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I think that that's quite cool. It's just a nice touch at the end, isn't it? But it's also when once you get your frame back and your canvas is back, the other thing is is how you present it to your customer as well. Mm. Yeah, see now that's a, another whole route to go down as well. Isn't you it? can go little. Uh, well, depends what it is. I good old little Haribos just chucked in there. Really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little packs of Haribos. Everyone likes them. Um, but beautifully wrapped. Where do I get? I think lens, Haribos. I from. get Haribo little packs of Haribos from. Um, I think it's lens, Hara Lens or Lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some of them. Yeah, use them a few times. Yeah. Again, straight away, I, I don't look at the lens. I go straight for the Haribo. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm eating the Haribo. Yeah. What about um, glass, reflective glass and stuff? I've seen that in a few. Well, you can get reflect. I I use standard glass because it's not, non-reflective dulls it a bit. It does it not? a little bit, but it is get it is a bit better. Um, I use standard glass. Yeah. I mean, you've got to really put it in front of a bright area. Once again, you've got to decide where they're going to put it, I suppose. You've got you? to decide where they're going to put it. Um, I've never had an issue, to be fair, right, with standard glass. Um, but the other thing is, is important is to get your images hot-pressed. Hot-pressed? Uh, so is? it'll go on a bit of card and it'll go into a press and it's sort of uh, the heat will flatten it right down. So if there's any moisture in the room it's not and, or over age, it's not going to wrinkle or buckle at the sides or anything Got like that. Oh. It's flat See. and it's and it just uh in the frame it sits better rather than just being taped to the back of What's the it mouth. called? Hot press. Hot press. Is so that a standard thing? You ask for it and it makes your work look better, definitely. Never knew. Obviously that. some no. papers some papers you can't use it on because of if it's more porous and stuff. We sound yeah. like a right bunch of noobies, <laughs> me and Jim. <laughs> do, mate. Yeah, that's terrible, isn't it? Um but and then go to a framer you're happy with as well. Yeah, yeah. Um and recommendation is one of the best things you can go for. So you know, go and check out what you, what you can do. Yeah. I mean, um, again, like you were saying about, you know, you got the Harry Bow, but also do you do you have your anything else branded when you, when you uh, send right, out? Well, actually, I'm not I'm really. Because yeah. you can go the whole hog, yeah, can't you? Yeah, you, you can, can go really the whole go to town, but then yeah. obviously that's eating into. I, um, well, I, I look, I've gone costs. and looked at stuff like um, embossing, getting an embossing stamp, getting a wax stamp. I thought oh, would wow. be really cool just dropping down and then you've got your logo or your name whatever where would that and go on the actual print so um once you've wrapped it yeah like a seal like, like a seal oh that's that. like that would that, be nice um yeah. so doing that and you'd be like sort of ross grieve original sort of thing mm. i thought that would be quite cool um and then you sort of pop that in there i i just use a really simple brown recycled paper mm -hmm. and it's simple and that looks that looks nice. That's lovely. Yeah, um, and it's not expensive, and it's recycled, so good. Good job. Yeah. 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 So I, I like, always sort of like you know this that smell of recycled sort of paper. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it smells quite nice. Whatever floats your boat, I suppose. Yeah, I've never smelled it myself. I mean, I never thought about recycled paper smelling <laughs> so good. But, but uh, Jim, you print quite a lot, don't you? I do, mate. Yeah, mm. I do. Um, yeah, no. I was we were actually giving you a bit of a kick, saying you should print more. <laughs> 
There is nothing like it though. When you no. get not printing it yourself, oh, but, yeah. but when it comes back and it's yeah. a, with me, you know, I, I send it off to a place and they do the but stuff for me. When you get it back, so, it's it's, it's uh, wonderful. Are notorious for thinking they're going to lose control if they don't yeah, do it themselves. Yeah. I, you know, I felt like that at times, and then really? once, yeah, absolutely. Right. You don't you think, oh no, I'm not doing it. I haven't got control of it. It's going to look pants. But then someone else who does it full time was probably going to do a much better job than you mm. will. Well, it, well, white well in Germany, I let them do mine, and it just said, you know, do you want us to optimize it and get it right? And they've never failed. And mm. some of the stuff just comes I mean, back perfection. When yeah. you unwrap it, it's your work yeah. printed. It's mm. absolutely beautiful. It's quite a proud moment. And then yeah. um, I try and get um, clients to send me a photo of it up on their wall. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that is nice. Yeah. Uh. But I mean, I did. I mean, I'd, yeah, again, I don't print at home. But I do get stuff printed away. But I've never really felt like I've not had control. But mm. also, when I first got into it, so when I was living in Bristol and then... Uh, I sold quite a lot of prints, obviously being in Bristol. And the first couple of times I used someone local, and actually it was really good because I actually went down there and he, he actually gave me an email when I first sent over some images and he told me like what you should do to go into Photoshop and actually enlarge it mm. to a big size. I mean, he said to like, for me, you know, if he says, well, you're going to print to A2, enlarge it all the way to A2 first, save it. Mm. It's a much bigger file. Then I can then Didn't work down. Out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's that interesting. Just, yeah. And that was like, you know, when he told me that, I thought, oh my God, because I would probably have enlarged it a completely different way. But again, it showed it because when the, when the prints came through, it was mm. just, there was so much detail. And I used to like it because on my way back from work, I used to, I used to um, hop on the bike, cycle through into the center of Bristol and then pick them up from the print store. And it's good because we have a chat. Yeah. Um, so, so he's making you make it bigger. Yeah. It needs to be, and then he's going down. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. So to the limit you'd want to kind of print to, and then he can then just size it down, which is easier than blowing it up. He's, he's allowing you to do that. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. interesting. I think yeah. that'll be another conversation pop that'll raise its head yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. But it's like good when you go back to say, if you can try and use someone local, then you can have a chat to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And you can find out so much more, can't you? Well, I think a lot of people will be quite surprised what's actually on their doorstep as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. When yeah. they look into it a bit deeper, they don't sort of realise oh, sure. what services are on their doorstep. Yeah. like that so um that's all pretty good yeah excellent yeah. so let's um so we're gonna have a pint let's go for the pint yeah so definitely brilliant all right well thanks again for listening thanks to matt for stepping in and uh you know you do a we'll little be back. we're allowing us to back I for th- a potty mouth I, do you think I, she'll be I, back i think she'll be back next time yeah, we better haven't we yeah brilliant thanks for listening guys remember to check out our social channels on uh, instagram uh, facebook and on twitter and if you just want to search on talking shot you'll find us take care take care guys